This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. I'd like to talk to you about an aspect of the truth that is, I believe, more or less neglected. Neglected particularly in our society. I want to bring this up because I want to encourage everyone who finds it hard to stand up, who has difficulty in their conviction about something they know or they believe to be true. Now, when you learn something is true, when you learn a truth, two plus two is four, three times six is 18. These are truths. Okay, the square root of, <laughs> you know, they're truths. There's similar things in all sciences. Mathematics is specifically the most rigid because it has so many downstream influences on the other sciences. But many sciences have rules. Chemistry has valences. Physics has rules of motion and sound, a variety of things. Uh, medical science even has a given rules. It's, that's the way it is. They're truths. And so when you know a truth, when you know that 3 times 6 is 18, and someone else is trying to tell you otherwise, it is your duty and responsibility as a human, as a living entity in human form, to stand up. You must stand for the truth. Now this happens when there's conflict. Someone did something wrong and then denies it. And you know they did it. You were witnessed. You saw it. Oh, this person did do that act. You know it. You saw it. And they say, you didn't see it. You couldn't have. I didn't do it. No. You know. It's a truth. It did happen. It is the truth. To say it didn't is, does not change it. It still did happen. You can deny it, but it doesn't change the act, the fact. You must stand for that truth. Now, all of us as living entities, we are inquisitive. And we use our mind and our senses to inquire and to uh, accumulate facts, truths. And they become the building blocks for our character, our personality, our beliefs. And you reject, you dismiss the lies, the deceptions. Duh, that's not true. Santa Claus, there's no Santa Claus. No, there's no Easter Bunny. You reject it. Oh, you may have been delusioned by, by dishonest people for a period of time. But when you learn, no, the truth is there is no Easter Bunny. You dismiss it. And you go on through your life, no, can't be fooled by that. Can't, can't be made to believe that. And if you're an honest person, you don't tell that to other children that don't know yet either. You always live by and you tell the truth. You stand up for the truth. You abide by the truth. 
This is human. This is the platform that defines you as human. Humans have a firm commitment to the truth. I say that all the time on our program. Humans are compassionate and have a firm commitment to the truth. Those are two of the principal qualities that define us as humans. Now we're talking about the truthful side of it now. So you go through your life and you're accumulating this uh, sequence, this uh, uh, grouping of truth that you have experienced, that you have accumulated, that you know to be truths. You experienced, you witnessed, you heard, whatever, but you know it to be the truth. And when someone challenges it, when someone denies it, when someone lies about it, you cannot walk off and still be human. You're neglecting your responsibility as a human if you walk off and neglect to stand up for the truth. So you must. This is back to some of the, the responsibility side of things. You must. You must stand for the truth. This is what keeps society from going crazy. There are people who have no moral compass. They will lie and lie and lie and lie and lie for self-interest. To protect themselves, to get what they want, to control others. Lie and lie and lie and lie to avoid problems and troubles and this and that. They lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and lie and lie. Those are not humans. Those are animals in human form. But they are not human beings because they do not have a firm commitment to the truth. So as you travel through your life and you're accumulating more and more truth and you're rejecting more and more lies, you must associate with humans, those that have a firm commitment to the truth. And you must avoid the liars. Srila Prabhupada said when he was setting up the schools for the children in, in the Christian movement, he said the liars must be separated from the other children. They should not mix freely with the other children. The children should not be taught or understand that they have the uh, ability to lie. They are to be committed to the truth from the very, very young age. I was talking with someone who was a young man who was talking about starting a family. And I said, then you have to get your philosophy and your knowledge and your understanding in good order because every question that the child asks you, your responsibility is to tell them the truth. And the truth to a three-year-old has to be very simplistic. <laughs> and the truth to a nine-year-old has to be a little more complex. And to a 15-year-old, you got to be pretty spot on. And after that, you got to be dead honest. You got to be fully conversant, fully transparent, fully informative about the answer to the question. But you have to be able to uh, look back and not correct yourself. There can't be any fallacy in the three-year-old's answer. Yes, that's good. Maybe that's all you can tell them. That's good. And later you explain to them all the reasons why it is good and how it is, <laughs> how the effects are good, and etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because you have to build from the very beginning. You have to build their understanding on 
truthfulness. That's what makes them human. That's what makes them above cats and dogs. When they are trained and given a firm commitment to the truth. Because God is the absolute truth. Everything emanates from the supreme personality of Godhead. That's the ultimate truth. And so that has to be defended by practical realization. And that is done by a commitment to the truth and an accumulation of the truth and a development of knowledge of the truth. Then one can stand and say, yes, I am fully aware that God is the supreme absolute truth. His name is Krishna. He lives here. He does that. He has these associates. He has this history. He does these activities. All these other aspects that define the supreme personality of God in are knowable and they confirm that he is the absolute truth and you have to be capable of defending that perspective that relative truth to anyone who questions it because they've not done their commitment correctly they've not finished their commitment to the truth they are still in a state of partial now this is what people say oh I can see the good in them. What they're talking about is they can see the truthfulness that they have accumulated in them. It may be very little, but it can be seen. It may be a lot. It varies by the individual's work and commitment. So for the individual to make rapid advancement from material conception of life to spiritual conception of life, he needs to accumulate the truth and reject the lies and learn the science of God side by side such that he knows what is the relative truth and the absolute truth both. And that's what the human form of life is specifically tailored for. You have the capacity to do that in the human form that is not in the animal form. And so those people who are animal consciousness and continue to lie and deceive themselves and others, they cannot achieve the highest goal. They are not yet on the human platform and they cannot achieve the perfection of human life. So this is a, um, a gauge When you're evaluating people around you, when you're evaluating associates, when you're evaluating family, when you're evaluating uh, entering into an agreement or entering into a business or entering into a relationship with someone, this is a gauge to determine the compatibility in that relationship is their level of commitment to the truth within themselves. This is what a businessman, he doesn't want to do business with a crook. He wants to do business with another businessman. Both of the men realize that if we work together collectively and honestly, we'll both prosper. The crook, the fool, the liar, he goes, I'll just deceive you and take what is yours and make it mine. And the honest man finds out and psh, stops the relationship, stops the business. No, 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 we're not going to do this. So whether we consciously do it or whether we subconsciously do it, We are all working on understanding the truth. 
and living by that truth, accumulating the truth, and judging and gauging our life's activities and the path of our life by that percentage, that volume, that quantity, that aspect of the truth we are familiar with. And you must stand up for the truth you know. This is how you get through life. This is how you make it in life. You make it in life by standing for the truth. You stand up for it. You defend it. You live by it. You don't violate it. You respect that truth. And you make others do the same. You do not allow others to lie to you. You do not allow others to deceive. You do not cheat and steal and lie as a standard, as acceptable standard. No. It's not acceptable. Maybe you think you can get away with it, but that is actually impossible. No one ever gets away with anything, ever. The Supreme Personality of Godhead and His manifestation as the Super Soul is present everywhere and is witnessing everything. And nobody gets away with anything. And if you know that, you act accordingly. And you don't try to deceive because you know it doesn't work. It only backfires on you. So our responsibility in the human form of life is to develop that commitment to the truth, to understand truth from relative and absolute perspectives, to stay firm and convicted of a truth, and to convince others to be uh, strict in their adherence to the truth. That's how society, as individually and collectively advances to the higher statuses of life. Now, we're not meant to be cats and dogs, animalistic. That you want to be animalistic? Then take an animal birth. Be born as a dog or a cat or a tiger or a buffalo or a rat. You can then experience it. 3D on reality. There it is. You're doing it. But if you've got a human form of life, you wanted something higher, and you got it. Now you must use it. The society is being misguided by demonic leaders. But you got to this human form of life by pious work. And you must carry on with that pious work by good association and good encouragement. And this encouragement is there in the Vedic literature in the pious and honest man, in the spiritual master, in servants of God, in the devotional service to satisfying the supreme selflessness. This is a combination of activities and perspectives that that unify around the truth. So your understanding, your commitment, your involvement, your expression, and your defense of the truth are all one path that actually guides the result of your life. And this is our point today. You must defend the truth. It is absolute. It can't be changed by lying about it. To lie about it just belittles the liar and confuses or deceives the honest. This is no benefit to anyone. This does not improve humanity, society. So these young teenagers who think it's okay to lie and cheat and steal and get away with it, nobody will know. They've just not been educated. 
Because if they were educated, they know, oh, that's not true. And the responsibility is there with you your entire life. You are fully responsible for the truth you know to defend it, to stand up for it, to accept it, and to spread it to others who aren't yet realized. The other aspect of this is if I come to you and you come to me and we meet, never before, but now we meet, and what do I give you? What can I give you? What can you give me? This isn't a money exchange or a hug or a love. This isn't uh, significant. What is a real exchange between two sojourners that pass? The truth. I tell you the truth. I've come from the South Road. And on that road, I saw and I did and this happened and it's there and there's this place and there's these people and there's this situation. And I bring to you the table the knowledge that I gained on the South Road. And you turned to me, I came on the North Road. And there was this, and there was that. And I experienced this, and saw these and those people. And you bring that to the table. And then I know the North Road because you told me. And I know the South Road because I passed there. And the inverse is true for you. But we both walk away greater people. This is what's important about the human form of life. We can narrate our experiences and our commitment accumulation within the truth for the benefit of others such that they don't have to go through it too. You, you see that in children. Don't touch the fireplace. Don't touch it. You, you tell them, don't touch it. Why do you tell them? Because the truth is it will burn them and it is not pleasant so you warn them. Don't touch the fireplace. Hot. It will hurt you. So you're coming down your path and you know that the fireplace will burn you. It's hot. And so someone who is young and innocent or uninformed, you tell them, oh, don't touch the fireplace. This is the compassionate side of the humans. This is how we're supposed to function. Your knowledge is supposed to protect me. My knowledge is supposed to protect you. Ah, and on the south road, I said, beware, there's this group. You say, ah, yes, and beware on the north road, there's this hole. The knowledge is there to share, and it broadens both participants. So you can go through life making a positive contribution and benefiting others with the knowledge you have, but the knowledge is only as good as how much truth you have accumulated. That is what knowledge is, the accumulation of the truth that you have realized, that you have experienced, that you have heard as you pass along the road of life. So recognize the importance the truth pay, plays excuse me, in your life. And don't discredit it. Don't discard it. Don't cheapen it. Don't violate it. Don't think it's okay to change the truth. Now, I'll be honest. I know I'm talking to a society where everybody, no exception, everybody lies. That's how fallen our society is. It used to be no one would lie. Now, 
everyone lies. That's our situation. You know it. You can watch your own behavior. You just watch yourself for the next 24 hours and you see if you tell anything that is a lie. White lie, black lie, big lie, little lie, I don't care. Lie. And you will find that yes, for whatever reason, justification, rationalization you may employ, that you're lying. And that's what's wrong with our society. And we correct it by standing up for the truth, defending the truth, demanding the truth in others, influencing others to be committed to the truth, respecting those that are truthful above those that are not. So see this aspect. Understand the importance of the truth in your life, in your accumulation of knowledge, truthfulness, awareness, for your ability to make better and better decisions as the days go along, as life goes along. Take the responsibility to learn and see things in proper perspective and stand for the truth. You will be benefited. You will be greater. You will be happier. You will be a better contributor to the development of the human experience. And you need to be ready. If you're going to have children, or if you have children already, you must be capable of explaining the truth. In various levels of intricacy, various languages, various concepts, but the truth is what you're trying to express, what you must defend, what you must stand up for. And teach that in the children. Teach that in your relatives. Teach that in your friends. Check it. When someone lies, call them on it. Don't go, oh, I better not say anything. Absolutely, you must say something. Always, every time, anywhere, you must speak for the truth. So you can do it in a diplomatic way. You can do it in a uh, appropriate for the circumstances, but you cannot neglect it. And this is what's happening in our society, that the people are neglecting the truth and neglecting their responsibility to it. So this is a very important aspect of the human form of life, the acquisition of knowledge, the development of self-realization, the expansion of self-realization through selflessness into service to God, and the service of God expanding into love of God, devotional service, full awareness. This is uh, the goals of the human form of life. This is a goal of life is to raise yourself all the way to loving devotional service to God in a selfless mentality without expectation of uh, return in full commitment to truthful, honest, selfless service to God. This is where it's going. This is where you reach the perfection you're yearning for. This is where you achieve the perfection you've heard of. This is where you get to the situation you've always wanted. Freedom from delusion and deception, anxiety and fear. It's based around the truth. It's a very important aspect of our lives. So whatever truth it is you understand, you must stand for it. 
And you must encourage others to stand for it. And it will improve society around you, you and everyone around you. And it will encourage others to stand for the truth they know. And gradually, we put down the liars. They can't get away with lying. We call them out and society can grow again. We are caught in a society of liars that need to be corrected to become truthful people again. It's there. They just aren't looking at it. They think they're getting away with it. And nothing could be further from the truth. No one gets away with it. It just doesn't bite them right now. But it does bite them later. So realize these aspects and stand for what is correct and press for the upliftment of the human society through truthfulness. It stated in the Bhagavad Gita that of all the men who approach the Lord, he who is in search of the truth and is committed to the truth is the best. His commitment is strong and he does not fall away. He reaches success in developing love of God and achieving the perfection of pleasing the Supreme Lord. This is a very important aspect to using the human form of life correctly. So, by reading the Vedic literature, surrendering to the spiritual master, recognizing he is firmly committed to the absolute truth, he does nothing but impart truth to you. And you can in turn impart truth to others by empowerment. And you can check and stop the liars who simply deceive, who simply try to um, usurp power and authority and control they don't deserve. Don't be one of those people. Nothing is worse than receiving an award you don't deserve. Let me tell you that. You must achieve, you must deserve what you achieve. Then you are fulfilled. If you don't, it's a very black mark on your consciousness. So take to this truthfulness. Truthfulness in love of God. God consciousness. Krishna consciousness. The method for developing love of God in this age is chanting the Lord's holy name. Vibrating the vibration that purifies us. We fall away from lying and deception, lust, greed, anger, and envy by the purification process in the transcendental holy name of the Lord, the Maha Mantra. We become more truthful, we become more aware, our path is guaranteed to success. This is the greatest opportunity that's being afforded to you by this movement. So take to the chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, the reading of the Vedic literature, Bhagavad Gita as it is, and lift your consciousness to that highest platform through truthfulness and through self-realization and through surrender to the spiritual master and absorbing the Vedic knowledge and honestly interacting with your brothers and sisters as you meet in the path of life. Listen attentively. Separate any truth and lies. Throw out the lies. Abide by the truth and go on to share your greater truth to the next person. And then greater, and then greater, and then greater. This is how the human society can get back on the path. Purification, truthful commitment, and uh, empowered encouragement to others. This is vitally important in this age. We are having difficulty, but you can put this together 
simply uh, by a commitment to the truth we encourage you read Bhagavad Gita as it is by his divine grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada this will give you the understanding this will give you the clarity and the firm commitment and the confidence to commit to the truth for more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.